You know, you know what? You want me to tell you the truth? Whenever a guy I find out they're married or have like a girlfriend, I stop really paying attention to what they look like. I know that's so offensive and kind of rude, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just kind of like, uh, what's in it for me? You know what I mean? Welcome to Mixtapes with Mike, the podcast where I would usually invite a guest to make us a mixtape of 10 tracks without using the same artist twice. But this week, I'm doing a bonus episode. Uh, I'm hosting it on a platform called Stereo. It's a live podcasting app you can download on your smartphone. And you can listen live and actually send voice messages into the conversation as it's happening. You can also jump on on your own and just talk one-on-one to random people around the world. So in a sense, it's a little bit like chat roulette, but without the dicks. But... What I will say is if you are frustrated with not talking to anyone else outside of your house at any point, it's actually really good just to talk to random people about whatever subject you want to talk about or they want to talk about. And I've got stuck into some pretty lengthy debates about world, race, religion, politics, and I've found it quite beneficial. But in terms of this bonus episode what i've done is i've invited a previous guest to come on and co-host with me i approached steph tolev who if you're a regular listener you will know that her episode is the funniest episode of mixtapes to date because she unwittingly made a playlist that turned out to be quite suggestive which we get into later Um, and what we're going to do is we're just going to pick a theme every week and we're each going to pick five tracks for that theme And our listeners can chime in as well. Uh, So we did the first one last night, and here's what happened. Yeah, okay, my earbuds are not working. Let's see, no. Can you hear me? All right, so we we have picked up a listener, and I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know if our show... Like, I I don't know if our show just gets, like, announced, or or if the topic will just change, because I've never hosted a proper show before. So... Well, there we uh, go. And here we go. We're Welcome. we're literally finding out, but I, I, I came on early so I could drum up some support. Oh, we've got a voice message. Let's see what this says. Okay, Mike, that might be crazy what happened, but did Joanne steal her toaster? Does her kid have to wake up every morning without buttered toast? <laughs> uh, you so Jordan, person. So yeah, so so Jordan, and I have spoken to before. Okay. And, um, and he uh, he he asked me he asked me if I knew John, uh, and I explained Hastings? that me and John. Uh, no, just no. just John, just John. Um, and I I said that me and John weren't on on speaking terms, and then I I I, ex- I explained that John stole my toaster. Um, oh, I see. And and I I just went off on on a, an elaborate thing because Jordan put me on the spot about whoever John is. You know, it's just one of those random things where you just go off on, on, on a tangent just to see how far the other person will take it. And it was kind of yeah. funny. It, it can get pretty wild. Um, when we go into our thing, are both of our heads going to be up? Because I'm only seeing your head. I don't know. what, what Is that normal to see? I, th- I think we just see each other's head while we're talking to each okay. other. But if some, okay. anyone who's listening will see both of our avatars. Okay. Just so I and make sure anyone... I'm looking at the right thing. And if anyone is listening back, they'll see both avatars. 
So what I was saying um, before was that we could come on here and have like a little sort of set up chat and then I can play it back and screen record it and I could turn that into like a little stereo talking head trailer to put up I on Instagram. I see Instagram. what you mean. I see. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You know what? The, the one thing that I think that they should do is that they should make the avatar's eyes look towards the other avatar every now and then and blink. Oh, you're really getting serious with this. And blink. Hey, how do you know I'm over here not blinking? <laughs> I, <laughs> I can keep my eyes open for a very long time. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a life skill, but um, I'm j- I'm just saying it would be it would be a nice touch if the eyes blinked or looked at the other person every now and then during the chat. I think it'd be good. Now, is this message going to be another random one from Jordan? I think I it is. have a feeling it is. Yes. <laughs> you know that stuff. Listen up, right? Can you just like show some respect that like John's stole his toaster? and showed no remorse whatsoever to even give it back and you don't even seem like you care Jordan's really trying to prolong this um, <laughs> he really this is fable. look oh I mean, so like so like <laughs> hey look the uh, the name of the show's just come up oh here we go the show's just starting so, here we so are so we're kind of starting so this is where I find out that all the people that I've spoke to over the last two days haven't shown up but it's it's fine it's a start it's a um, start We're, this is a slow start it's also like the, i posted on my um my stories and only a couple people were like oh i have stereo but like uh, nobody else really replied to it because i don't even think they know what stereo is yeah but that's 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 fine because I mean, you know we we can maybe clip out some short bits of this to put on instagram later to see if it drums up more people next week yeah you know if anything we've got a low base from which we can grow that's exactly how that's how everything starts exactly mate all right so i mean we've just started and we've got oh we've got three listeners that's good okay so i guess we start by explaining how we met and what we're doing so outside of stereo i host a podcast called mixtapes with mike where a guest comes on and they they make a mixtape of 10 tracks without using the same artist twice and we talk about each song why they picked it what it means to them and then when i release the episode i share their mixtape on spotify and apple music uh, through links that are in the podcast notes and uh, a few months back uh, steph came on as a guest because what i've been doing is tapping up other comedians uh during covid knowing full well that they don't have gigs to do and capitalizing on the fact that they're bored um and steph agreed to come on and and usually when i ask someone they they get back to me in a couple of days with their their playlist uh steph came back to me within five minutes going okay this is on it this is on it (laughs) you're making me seem really desperate right now yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually when people ask, like a stranger asks you to be in a podcast, you're like, oh, fuck, what, like, what, what is it? What do they have? But the second you explained that it was like something with music and like picking your fave songs, I was like, oh, yeah, this is different than just me being like, well, I started comedy when I was 18. I'm like, I can't keep telling that same story over and over. So this was like actually exciting that I could um, talk about something I love besides comedy. 
Well, yeah, because I mean, like, that, like that's the thing. Like, I don't know about over there, but in the UK, there's this thing where, like, uh, once you've been on the comedy circuit for so long, you have to have a podcast. You have to come up with a podcast, and most people try to make it about comedy, but it's so so done. It's just there's no way to come up with a new angle on talking about stand-up and we you know so and then I, I was trying to think of something that would be relatable to everyone and music was the thing you know you're not wrong and you who requested me to begin with how did you how did you get to my name I, I've never asked you that um I I would basically I think I just went down like little rabbit holes where like people associated with people, and and then so I, it wasn't like I was searching hashtags or anything. I think I maybe saw a promo for you. Um, You're like, oh, she looks for it. Like she'll do something. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty you sure I saw your name attached to like a gig over there from another comedian that I followed. I'm pretty sure that was it. And then I checked out your profile. And I was like, she seems cool. Uh, and then, so like, I, and so like, I was, I was kind of, I was casting a fairly, I'll, I'll hold my hands up. I was casting a wide net, just sort of tapping people up, just to see who reacted. And I've been really surprised how uh, interested people have been, you know. Yeah, so especially, I, yeah, comedians are excited to, yeah, again, talk about anything besides comedy or why they started comedy or how or who got them into it like that whole song and dance is like that's very overplayed no no one cares anymore why you started doing it or how it's just like okay are you funny now and that's it yeah that's yeah so um so yeah like so like and like my original idea like so because like like i my day job i work for a brand right so like I looked at how they're approaching like marketing and I was like, I wonder if I could do a similar thing. So what they do is they, if there's like a, like a launch or something, they will do it in like key cities. Um, and the idea is like you spend a lot of money on launching it in that city and then you create this ripple effect, you know? So I was like, oh, maybe I can just approach guests in different cities and maybe I can start building audiences in these places um, so that's another reason so like I would I would have been specifically looking for people in California or LA because like I, I want to reach people out there that so, makes sense because so you like are first... in Scotland where, where in Scotland are you again? well no I'm not in Scotland I'm, I live in England Live in England. Uh, so we moved. We moved down here when I was a kid. So I, I basically sound like my mom and dad. Um, but I, I, I'm, ne I'm near Birmingham, so I'm near where Black Sabbath are from. Oh, cool! Yes, very cool. So, um, so yeah, we've been down here for quite a while. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm originally from Fife, which is kind of east Scotland, near the east coast. I've been to five. I've been to a, a Highland dancing games in five years ago. Yes, yes, you have. <laughs> yes, got into that in your episode. Yes, I have. Um, All right, but yeah. So we we've got a couple of messages. So let's see. Are they both going to be from Jordan? I don't know. What's up, mixtape Mike? You the man. 
That's nice. All that's right. nice. That's a nice See, positive little message. Look at that. So, so I, t- I spoke to Coach before and I told him about the show and what we were doing and, and he said he would come and he came. What a nice man. That's nice. And we've got another nice one. Man. Bound to be bound to be Jordan. I would just like to say hello to Mixtapes Mikes. It's Steph Taleb. Uh, hope you're both having a mitzvah of a day, of course. Yes, Melvin. So, Melvin... Uh, I happened upon Stereo yesterday and he seemed uh, he seems to be quite the character if you get my drift mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and, it's a nice way I mean pl- yeah he, and he played me he played me a song that he wrote oh. which was uh, hilarious so I invited him to come and listen as well uh, so so yeah so you've you've not spent hardly any time on on here apart from like the little chat we had the other day, right? Yeah, no, I have not. I uh, I tried. I tried flopping around on here the other day and listening to stuff, but it's hard to like. I think it's good if you start at a show and get to hear the thing. I was like chiming in when people were like in the middle of conversations. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but I've been. I told you about. I've been doing Clubhouse a bit more, trying to see what mm-hmm. that's all about. But then I gave up on that. So it's just been a lot of. You know, I had my big troll audition today. There's a lot, there's a lot going on right now. Oh yeah, so let's get into that. So like, we we were trying to meet up earlier, but but you were busy getting ready for an audition. So what what was what was the audition yes. for? So people are like, move to LA, move to Hollywood. There's you know lots going on out here. And uh, as a female com- comedic actress um, and a girl who's not. Uh, I wouldn't call myself petite. I wouldn't call myself obese. I'm a, I would say an average sized woman. I get cast for a lot of uh, very mean things, I would say. So yesterday, my agent emailed me saying he got me an audition over Zoom, which are very strange. And the title was Troll Wife. And I was like, well, this doesn't sound good. And then I read, he says, yep, she's a troll. And I'm like, do we need that? Did we need that part of it? I don't think we did. And it's like looking for a squat stout woman that doesn't have a problem wearing a full length troll suit for 12 hours on set and I'm like why like and you, we're all so desperate right now so I'm like obviously I'm going to audition for this but it was like I had to memorize all these lines and then try to make myself look like a troll like I don't even know what that meant I just like made my hair kind of weird and kind of more mullety than normal and I didn't put on like any makeup because I'm like I'm assuming trolls don't wear eyeliner I don't know and then I read like closer on the thing that said we'd love to hear your troll voice i'm like i don't even know what that is <laughs> so i literally was like hey this is me as a troll <laughs> like is that what troll sounds like i don't know it was insane the whole thing was insane and i i think i bombed it to be honest i like i just because i just heard laughing and the guy's like can you take it seriously i'm like how can i take this seriously i'm in my fucking living room my dog's staring at me and i'm pretending to be a fucking troll at 10 a.m like i don't know how i'm supposed to take it seriously like literally my dog was scared and I was like he's like can we do another take more trolley I'm like I don't know what more trolley means I'm not a troll like why are you assuming people know exactly what a troll is supposed to look and sound like <laughs> so how did how did they take your candor and cause like you they didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> as like okay I'm a very physical comedian and I I've been 
told that I'm a bit much sometimes. So right before, like, right as I started, the, the guy was like, okay, Steph, just, just off the top here, just going to let you know, we need you to bring it way down. Just like no character, no personality. And I'm like, well, I'm the wrong person for this then. I'm the, I'm the wrong troll. You got the wrong troll. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, you're... Your, your life over there sounds so crazy. You know what? Being an actor is a very insane... Like, I've gone out for some pretty wild-ass things. Like, they don't, they don't, like... When you get auditions, they don't pussyfoot around. Like, I've gotten one, literally, one of my first auditions I ever had, it said, we're looking for a woman a three or four out of ten. And I'm like, right. yeah, like, what? And then I ended up booking it. I'm like, oh, this is fucking offensive. I'm a three out of ten? Like... <laughs> Fuck off. I'm like, at least say six, like five or six. Five or six is kind of nice. Three or four is like wildly insulting. So, so, you, so you're, com you're complaining that you got employed? I'm complaining, well, because the role was called Ugly Princess. And I'm like, yeah, I'm complaining that I got cast as an ugly ass woman. People are going to be like looking at my avatar being like, let me see what this troll looks like right now. <laughs> um... Yeah, if you're not a model in Los Angeles, these are the roles you get. This is this is what happens. If you're not like considered a ten, you're considered a one, I guess. Yeah, it's a kind of a, it's a, it's a weird ecosystem to live in. Like it's a nice place to visit. Like I I love it out there. But um, oh, visiting yeah, is great. I highly yeah, recommend visiting. Living yeah, it is a lot. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's true of a lot of cities though. A lot of cities are nice places to visit, but like, like I, li I like I like going down to London for work and stuff. But like, if I if I'm there for two or three days on the bounce, it it rubs off on you, man. Like you, there's, I think L London has a similar thing to like maybe New York, where th there's like a brashness and a sort of, uh, a slightly grumpy attitude, you know, where everyone's just trying to get on with their own shit and fuck everyone else kind of vibe. And then if you spend too much time in London, you can feel yourself becoming that cold. Yeah. But um, but yeah, cool place to visit. All right, we've got another voice message. Who, who's this going to be? Uh, Miss Steph Tolev, I was just wondering, uh, have you done many voice acting jobs? Uh, I was talking to my mother about it. And uh, we were just wondering how you go about uh, doing that. Do you make a, a, a reel? Uh, what do you send it off to? Where would be the best place to start? I think that would be my uh, question. Um, Melvin, very good question. Yes, there's a lot of online uh, voice things you can submit to. I know one is called voice123.com where you can just upload your own, your own, I guess, like demos. Most people recommend having a regular demo reel and like a commercial type demo reel. So if you have like your character, like uh, or if that's your real voice, I don't know. If Melvin has a, a character voice or like a couple other things, like there's a lot of also if you Google like commercial voiceovers or like demo reels, you can like pretty much Google anyone and it'll come up. And like some people can make them for you, or if you're good with editing, you can add like background music and stuff. But most are like between thirty seconds to like two minutes kind of thing. Um, but I have like a animation one and a um, a commercial one where it's like, I love Arby sandwiches, don't you? And then it's like this sexy music in the background for no reason because for some reason roast beef sandwiches. Are... You have Arby's out there? No, okay. not here. Okay, um, it'd be like a 
de- it's like a deli sandwich fast food place kind of thing, but it's disgusting. Right. I mean, people okay. hate it. I do love it, but, uh, but yeah, usually you just, there's so many scripts online you can find, um, Melvin, if you're still listening, and, and just Google them and do your own, especially if you have like a good, um, a good mic and uh, you know how to edit it, or just go on like Fiverr or whatever those websites are and get someone to pay someone to do it for you. I, I just signed up to a voiceover uh, like job agency type thing. I've not uploaded any kind of real, but I've, I've basically been told by a couple of my listeners that I sound sexy. Oh, excuse me. And they were both lovely guys. And, <laughs> and but uh, but but uh, a comedian mate of mine um, from Birmingham uh, was just like, like you, you know what? Your voice is nice to listen to on the podcast, man. You should go for some voiceover work. I reckon you could do all right. And I was like. All right, so I'm just gonna see. I'm just gonna see if uh, I'm, I'm, I. The only thing I've got is a podcast, though. So I guess I've just got to upload a couple of clips. And yeah, you can do that. It's also like I will say, as somebody who's been doing voice or trying to do voice since I started comedy 18 years ago, voiceover is the hardest to get into because they have like their classic people they use over and over who do like a million voices. So if they're like casting something quickly, they'll be like, "Oh, let's go to this go-to guy because we know he can do a range of voices." Um, mm-hmm. And it's like the voice community is much smaller than like the acting or stand-up community because it's like. Yeah, it's much tighter knit community. So I've been, I send in um, a voiceover audition, I'd say uh, once a day almost. And I have not booked a lot. Anything I've booked has been through friends. Like the cartoon stuff I've booked was a buddy cast me as a, a main character. So besides that, I don't have a lot of like, my demos, like stuff that I had to find on the internet and make, because it's very hard to get into voiceover. And everyone's always like, Steph, you have a great voice. And then most men are like, are you a man? Um, so it's a fine line between, um, oh, I, literally, I literally have to warn people now on like dating apps. So if you start like texting, I'm like, just so you know, when you call me, you're going to be a little alarmed at first, but I do have a rather mannish voice. And some guys are like, Ooh, it's sexy. And other guys are like, I'm scared. So it's, very, it's a very fine line. Yeah, like some people, like some people like a bit of a, a bit of gravel in the voice. Like it, like I, 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 I see how people find it attractive. Um, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like that. Uh, obviously, we all hear ourselves differently. Yeah. And, and, and like, if you look at any of your stand-up material, there's points when you, you play on it and you, you lean into it. Oh, yeah. I definitely know when I need to take this puppy down a notch and when I don't need to. Should have for the oh. troll. Definitely should have for the troll edition. <laughs> All right, we've got a couple more voice messages. Let's see what see what people are saying. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to have a look at your voice reels, and uh, I'm going to go from there and have a look at these websites and stuff, and uh, maybe do a little little thing if I can. I'll get my mother to help me, of course. <laughs> see, Mel- Melvin lives in Jedburgh, which is uh, not far away from Edinburgh, so I... I... Uh, I wonder. I, I I have my suspicions about his character. Um, <laughs> if Melvin's hanging around the fringe, you mean? Uh, I no, yeah. I I I I I think um, I I think we're being we're being had, but I'm but I'm entertained by it. Let's see what this other message is. Hi guys, how are you guys doing? And how's your day been? What was uh, that so- nice? See, like that's the nice thing. Like, there's 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 some 
really friendly people. I spoke to Billy like literally maybe half an hour ago and told him about the show, and he was just like, "That sounds interesting. I'll come check it out." Um, how so? T- tell Billy how you are, Steph. I'm I'm fine. I mean, I did lose out on a thirty thousand dollar Mountain Dew commercial yesterday because I wasn't I didn't sound manly enough. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Um, or look manly enough? I'm gonna pretend it's look, um, but I, I, I'm getting over it. I'm feeling uh, you got to move on. You got to move past it. But it's very hard to lose um, a commercial that's uh, that much money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. <laughs> Oh, mate. Yeah. And the well, troll audition, uh, it's if I booked it, it's only like 3000 I'm like, 30000 to 3000 Bit of a change there. Bit of a change. Yeah, but, you know, like... I'm feeling better. It, it's just, yeah. it's You made me feel better yesterday with some positive affirmations, if you will. And it's like, you gotta... It's just hard these days to stay super positive. So I'm just trying new things and... Yeah, I did convince myself my dog was pregnant, so that's been a weird day of Googling. Besides (laughs) that, yeah, I'll tell you right now, I'm probably hunted down by somebody because I had to Google how long it takes a dog to ejaculate. And I'll tell you right now, there's definitely some tap on my computer where someone's thinking I'm some fucking dog pervert right now. (laughs) Which, they're not wrong at this point. I've I've got enough Google where I'm like, I am on a list. Like, I am flagged. (laughs) How are you feeling? today uh, t- today i'm okay like uh i have sat through like so like because I, I work for i work for a brand and we sell product to shops and we would usually have these product launch events where we would all meet up at a hotel sit through these presentations about everything that we're going to be selling soon and usually massive parties and impromptu you know piss-ups um Wait, what but are piss-ups? Piss-up uh, piss would be like a, like a drinking session. Okay. So, um, you know, like all these people we see maybe three times a year and there's always like a massive party at the end of the week, but quite often every night of the week can turn into a bit of a party because, you know, you're all together for the first time in ages and, you know, you expense a few drinks and... Um, so, but it's all been, I've been sat in my office sitting through hour-long Zoom presentations about product with none of the fun. Yeah, so not as fun. Some of, it's really, some of it's really interesting and some of it isn't as stimulating, but it's all very useful information in case anyone from my employers is listening. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, but like... But you know what? Like I've had, I've had like horrible gown days with everything that's been going on, and some days I've been fine. And like, and sometimes, you it takes someone else to point out all the good bits that you've done and the good things that you have done to make you reevaluate when you're in one of those fucking lows. And when you were telling me about everything that went on yesterday, I was just like, hold on, you've done. You got selected for, and let's, you know, let's, let's, let's big you up to the people, the two listeners, the three listeners that we have. Um, You got, you got picked for the, by Bill Barr to be in that ringers show, right? Well, yeah, I mean the producer, but yes, (laughs) yes, we can say Bill Barr. Well, yeah, he had to watch my set and okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Don't don't fucking, don't fucking undercut it when I'm trying to big you up. (laughs) I don't right. take compliments well, so it's... Yeah, I'm getting that. I'm getting that. Um, 
Uh, did, didn't you have like a little special go out on one of the streaming networks as well recently? Like one of those yes, ones? Yes, yes, I did, yeah. So that there's an accomplishment. Yeah, no, and... I know there's accomplishments. It's just you know, it's it's a lot. <laughs> should we get into what the show is? What why we're here? Yeah, no we should. But like, <laughs> but 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 you like I I see how you're sidestepping this, but um, like this this you know this is whatever it is. Like it like like and uh, like I've helped people launch podcasts recently, and it. It starts out with like one idea, and it kind of evolves into something else. But we will get to the point. Uh, we'll listen to these two messages, and then we'll explain what we're doing. What I usually say to people, if they say to me, "Oh, what being had? You're not real." Well, if this voice isn't real, and I'm not real, then I never break character. So you know. <laughs> Hey, we never said you weren't real, Melvin. No one said you're not real. We believe you're real. I believe you're real. Oh, no, I totally believe you're real. I'm just saying you are quite the character. I don't want to burst that bubble for myself. I don't, I don't want to deprive myself of, of this, uh, you know, the pleasure of your company, Melvin. Let's see what this other message is. Just a quick hello to both of you. Uh, mixtapes, Mike, I have stalked a lot of your... Uh, conversations, not intentionally, but just because I've enjoyed them. Um, so I'm enjoying listening to you, to you guys chat, and I'm sending lots of good things your way. Oh, look at that! He's see, got a nice voice. See. Jojo has a nice voice. Is he it weird to nice find voice, someone's avatar attractive? Oh yeah, don't get me started on the avatar. Like the first time <laughs> I was like, came oh, here. Jojo's cute. Oh yeah, yeah, but the first time we came on, got here, you like you criticized mine. Well, I was like, I didn't re- remember you having a beard. I thought you just had a, a head hair. <laughs> I, I mean, we've also only Zoomed. So I like, you have a mic in front of your face. Lord knows what's going on. For like on. an hour and a half. <laughs> For an hour and a half. You know, you know what? You want me to tell you the truth? Whenever a guy, I find out they're married or have like a girlfriend, I stop really paying attention to what they look like. I know that's so offensive and kind of rude, but I'm just like, I'm just kind of like, uh, what's in it for me? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, seriously, I'm like, hey, he's off the market. I don't care what they look like anymore. And you know what? Maybe that's a compliment to you that I'm not, I'm not a creeper. I'm not going to come after you. Which obviously, I'm not coming after you. Joking, but I mean, like, you know what I mean? So I truly, yeah, right well, now, I, I, you know what? If there's a line of you, I'd probably be able to figure it out. But if I had to give like a sketch person your exact look right now, it'd be way off. Like if you did something bad and I had to give a sketch report, they'd be like, who's this white man? I'm like, I don't know. I can't tell you. It's a guy with a face and a couple of eyes. Like I'd be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. All right. So, um, so Jojo, if, if, if you haven't heard already, I host a music podcast outside of stereo where my guest makes mixtape. We talk about the music and when I release the episode, I share their mixtape on Spotify and Apple Music. And what we've come on to do today is we are going to pick a theme. And Steph and I are both going to pick five songs for that theme. And if you want to chime in with, oh, yeah, please chime in. with your two cents, then you're welcome to do so. And I'm going to take the audio from this and I'm going to punt it out on my normal podcast feed as like bonus content. Um, and... At some point later this year, Steph might release some sort of audio program that um, that we can we can 
shout about here in the UK and maybe I pick up a few more listeners over on Steph's side of the Atlantic is is the hope and and if we and if we drum up like loads and loads of listeners maybe we'll get on the lead, leaderboard and we'll win money wouldn't that be nice It'd be amazing all right so we we we've got like a little file that we share where we've got like loads of themes for episodes um you did a fuck ton of work you uh, you shared the file and i was just like oh my god like there's like there's like 20 themes here i mean yeah um, it was very easy picking your top five is very uh is very fun and it's yeah especially when it's like you know top five because it could be such a random it's just a very wide very wide net you cast yes so uh so this week's theme is songs that you hear at a wedding and you have to dance to yeah so uh i've I've got and we did say like a caveat we would pick one slow jam for the for the first dance as it were oh we did Um, (laughs) okay i okay i can use this one i mean no i don't really have any slow ones but that's fine maybe because i'm so jaded as a single person who has to go to like weddings single usually so i i don't really I'm not that kind of girl that wants to get up and answer the creepy uncle, so I, I just go back to the buffet table or I get another drink when the slow songs are happening. Because I'm not, I'm not do, I've, I've danced with enough creepy uncles and grandpas. I'm over that. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> Steph, Steph, look, it's going to happen somewhere, somewhere look, I, out I, there. I'm not offended by it anymore. I no, just, it's, so... I'm just being logical here. I, uh, okay, you go first. You go first. You, okay, what was, I'm... what's your go-to slow song then? No, I'm just I'm just saying somewhere out there there is a troll looking for his queen. Yeah, my troll husband. My troll husband and the troll wife. God damn. <laughs> All right, so I mean this is going this is going to be a little bit corny, but um uh our first dance at our wedding was uh the Kings of Leon track. Uh, is it someone like you? I think it's Oh, called. that's nice. Yeah. So, um, we kind of we kind of realised it. Like we never said that that's our song, but I I think um, there was a there was a point when we weren't we weren't together and we were kind of estranged. And I mentioned that that song made me think of her. Um, and when we were like picking, we had to pick a song. I was just like, what about that one? And it's faster than you realise. So you were like sidestepping while you were supposed to be slow dancing? Well, no, no, like we like we we listened to it at home and we're like, this is actually quite quick. So the band had to slow it down a little bit to turn to make it a little bit more of a waltz, uh, and it still worked. Um, but yeah, that's that 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 was our first dance. Like our, our whole our whole wedding day was really sort of heavily built around the music. So um, I used to be a gigging musician, and there was a band who owed me a favour. They were a, they were like a eight piece ska band. And if you're not if you're getting married in a venue that's not a church, you're not allowed to have anything religious. 
So we had like three or four members like tucked away on the balcony, like out of sight. And for the hymn, we had I'm a Believer by the Monkees. Oh, that's nice. So they, they popped up out of nowhere, played like guitar, bass and trumpet. And we had all the, the words like laid out on the cards. And uh, everyone had to sing the Monkees, which we thought was hilarious. Uh, and then after dinner, we had a Kaylee, which I know you love. Oh, I God damn, you know I love a Kaylee. Like honestly, mate, you should start Kate. Like when when the world opens up again, you should run a Kaylee in L- uh, in LA. I like, mean, it's. You... I already tried to start a euchre tournament out here. Do you know what euchre is? The card game. No. Uh, yeah, it's a very specific card game that all of you know, and that failed miserably. So I can't be getting into Kaylee's. I, what am I going to do? Stand up at Kaylee's? It's it's too much. I I, I got to focus one thing at a time here. But no, I'm just I'm just saying it would be a right I mean, idea. Like, if if you could find someone to do the music, and you could kind of roast people a little bit when you're teaching people the dances, and it's it's cardio. Oh, it's cardio, and like once you know the dances, like. It's the most fun, and everyone gets up and does them. Like I don't know, if people are listening. What if you know Kaylee is? Explain exactly what it is. It's like a Celtic. So, like what yeah, is so, it? So, so a Kaylee is basically like a traditional S- Scottish dance, but it's very upbeat um, songs, and there's easy you know, there's... to learn dances. Like even if you don't get the footwork exactly, it's like counts in four and it's like you just follow your partner like if, if your partner knows what you're doing you know what you're doing pretty much yeah and 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 quite often uh there's there's elements of swinging people around and switching partners oh, lots um, of swinging around and swinging hard it's not like a doki do yeah. and here you go it's like you're trying to fucking throw your partner across the damn room yeah like you you, you create centrifugal force is what you do and and if and half the fun is when people make mistakes and and watching the chaos of people trying to find the right person or, or get around the, the person that's got in the way. Um, and it's like, we there was one at my sister's wedding and I, I had to take regular breaks to go outside and cool down because I was dripping with sweat. So like, you know, f- what I'm saying is, Steph, is like, fuck Zumba. Like you could you could run oh, wow. like a Kaylee oh, yeah. funny like, oh, exercise thing. Yeah, Zumba sucks. I would love to fucking do that. You know what? Maybe I will. Put it on my vision board. Put it on do my it. vision board. Um okay, so let's listen to this voice message and then you, you can tell me what your slow jam would be. Okay. I think that's a lovely choice, uh someone like you for the slow song. I think if I was going to choose the first song for my wedding and it was a, a slow song, I would choose All My Little Words by The Magnetic Fields. I think it would be a really beautiful first song for a wedding. Make you beautiful And I could make you fly away But I could never make you stay you said Oh, I've not heard that. Neither have I. Now we have to Google this. Well, you would know because what we'll do is we'll put my my track on the mixtape, and we'll have JoJo's track on the mixtape, and then we'll have yours. I mean, and then we'll know what it sounds like. I would say for mine, 
I would pick Harvest Moon by Neil Young because I find that such a sweet um, song. It's, uh, you know, sometimes you have like nice songs from memories of like times in your life that I have uh, a lot of good memories from that song. I mean, I, I would have to make sure that my partner also likes that song as well. And also Neil Young, he's got a nice, I like supporting Canadians, you know this. I like to support my people. Yes. I do know this, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you, it's, it's it's not the first time you've told me about music that you've got nice memories connected to. I mean, it's that's isn't that what it's all about having a nice memory? But I mean, yeah, if you don't, if you're not a Neil Young fan, I, I mean, the Harvest Moon album in general is amazing, but that song is very, it's very nice and sweet and slow, so you can actually dance slow to it. Yeah, like a like he's been he's been brought up a couple of times just recently on on the the main mixtapes podcast, and it's made me listen to to more of him and more of Crosby, Stills and Nash as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're and great that, because their stuff's beautiful. Um, okay, so I mean, I, I will just mention this to the listeners that we've got. Like, if you have if you have any time tomorrow, listen to Steph's episode of mixtapes because. It's the funniest episode I've recorded to date because she unwittingly made a mixtape that was mainly made up of people that she wanted to bone. <laughs> I mean, not, yeah, some, some. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. But I had the hearts for musicians. I don't know what to tell you. I, uh, that's it. it honestly, I got, I got so much good. I got so much feedback off that that episode. It was great. It was wonderful. All right, so, all right, so like, I don't know about you, but like, I need to be just drunk enough to dance in general on a night out. I think the older I get, I do. But I used to. I don't know if I told you. This, I used to DJ. Excuse me. Back in uh, Toronto as like a side job when I was doing stand up, but I. I would DJ because I loved going to dance parties. So I just started like DJing for my friends to have like, so we'd have little dance parties or whatever. But I would always, I feel like I would curate a playlist where I would be able to get people to come up with songs without like, without them having to be too drunk. Yeah. But I, I feel like now the older I am, like I, if I go to a club, which have not in years, I need to be, at this point, I need to be on MDMA. Who am I kidding? <laughs> if I'm not I, having like... Molly, I'm not dancing. Well, like I, I use it as a barometer. Like, if if I'm drunk enough to dance, I'm probably drunk enough. You know. Yes, that makes sense. But so, like okay, if, well, if I, yeah. but if I keep drinking past that point, that's when the, the next day is going to fall apart on me. Um, or you want to barf up an entire pickle tray at your ex boyfriend's wedding in front of his sister's house. Just me? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I got, got a little too drunk, and they brought out, like, the after, like, the drunk people tray, and it was mostly pickles. I'm like, put some fucking french fries out here. So I ate, like, a tray of pickles. And I'll tell you what, a night of drinking uh, doesn't sit well with a bunch of pickled things in your stomach. Does not sit well. Oh, that, that can't have been fun on the way back out. No, 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 no. <laughs> so... Uh, we we went to a, a, some friends' weddings, and everyone had a great time. And uh, the Monday after the wedding, 
um, because they, they didn't go on their honeymoon straight away, one of the workmates of the groom was just like, who was the guy that was dancing, throwing shapes that no mere mortal could catch when no one else was dancing? Like, the guy the guy with the brown suit and the sneakers on, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was Mike. Um, I, I, I'm not good with wine. Like, I... I don't pace myself well with it and I got so drunk just giving it some on the dance floor completely real, uh, unaware that I was the only person dancing at the oh, time. Oh, that's like a nightmare of mine. Like yeah. you wake up the next morning you're like, oh, you know everyone was like, oh, Mike had too much. Like no one was like, oh, look how cool Mike is. Everyone's like, Mike's a loser. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Mike Mike went and threw up in a cubicle and then fell asleep on the toilet. Yeah, um, Mike Mike had to be like rolled onto the back seat of his father in law's car and drove home. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, also a sign of a good wedding if you're if you're that drunk and have to be driven home. But sometimes, if the right song comes on, I don't have to be drunk. Like I just have to dance to it. Okay, exactly. That's okay. Then this is what I would say is like when a wedding or when I was DJing and it was like a bad, you need people to get up. This song to me always gets people up. Superstition by Stevie Wonder. I mean, everybody just goes, okay, because it's easy to dance to. You don't have to know all the words and everyone just likes that song. Oh, God, like, I'm so glad Jojo put in a song for the mixtape because that was one of my picks. Oh, was it? Superstition was one of my picks because, like, as soon as you hear that bass line... Everybody loves it. It's a, it's also, like, one of the most classic wedding songs of all time. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Ch- like, changes the momentum and the energy in the room as soon yeah. as it comes on. Literally, like, pe- yes. People, people who are trying to leave or go to the bar will, will change course about face back to the dance floor as soon as yeah. that track comes on. Exactly. Ah, oh, crazy! And it's like all ages. That's like the one, one of the one songs where it's like everybody will get up and like, not just like the older generation. It's like everyone is just like, okay, something we all can enjoy. Yeah, it's like universal like that. Yeah. Oh, that's banging. Okay, so um, one of my other ones uh, is ABC by the Jackson 5. Yeah, another classic. Soon, soon as that little funky guitar riff like drops, like I, I literally shoot my wife a look and she's like, oh God, here we go, because she knows she's going to have to dance with me. I will say, I mean, it doesn't really affect Jackson 5, but did you watch the... Uh, Neverland Ranch documentary. That was quite recent, wasn't it? I watched. Yeah. I watched the. I watched, Was that the one with the, the? Was that the one where the boys were like going into like massive detail, or was it a separate? One yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It. Uh, I have a hard time listening to any Michael Jackson now. I'll tell you that it didn't. Uh, didn't sit well. Did not. Well, sit well. Yeah. There's this. There's this whole debate about separating the man from the music. I get it. Um, I do. But it's just. It is hard. It's hard. And I don't want, I'm not going to get into the whole Michael Jackson debate because it's like, it's weird. My sister's obsessed with him and I, it, we get in arguments all the time over it. But it's just like, I, I'm trying not to because I, I don't want to take away from 
his family and like how good that fucking song is and how good he was and how many classics he has and stuff. But it's also like, like young boys had to go through a lot. Well, yeah. So uh, I was speaking to a guy called Christian Stevenson, who's like a TV presenter over here, um, and he's 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 a DJ as well. And between him and his DJ friends, their agreement is that you can play everything up until the point where he gets whiter. Okay. Um, so like, so you've you've still got off the wall, and then as soon as you get into Thriller, it's starting to get a little bit. And they were pretty much bad is like the point where you go, hmm. You can't. Okay. Um, okay. That's a good way of looking at it. Like a, a barometer. So, okay. All right. So what's, what's another one for you? Another that... one for me, I would say getting everybody up would be like, um, I know this is cheesy, but it's a newer agey one. I'd say Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. I'm not a huge pop Whoa. fan, but it's a fun jam to dance to. It's just like yeah. a really like boppy kind of like, dun, 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 dun. and everyone's heard it also because it was so overplayed. So it's got that aspect, but it's one of those songs that was overplayed, but it wasn't to the point where you're like, God, I can't listen to it now. Like, it'll still pop on the radio. I'll be like, yeah, up, down, fun. And I don't even know the words, but I'm like, it is, it is fun to dance to still. Yeah, that's a good pick. You've, you've just made me come up with another one. Uh, I don't I don't think it's it's I don't think it like it's like a legendary track that a lot of DJs might play at a wedding. But like um do you remember uh Amory One Thing? No. So it 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 sounds very similar to like Crazy in Love by Beyonce, but so it's got like a proper hip hop beat behind it. But her voice is so cool. Um, and that's a song that if it if it came on at a wedding or any kind of party, like I would want to dance to because it's got it's got a, re- a legit hip hop beat behind it, loads of funky brass, and the vocal is super strong. Um, the first time I heard it, I was on a snowboard trip in Europe, and there were some events happening, and the the de- it was a, just every DJ for the whole week played that track at least twice a night it was yeah so Amory one thing would be another one that if it came on I would have to dance to I mean like that was me just thinking of more general I personally wouldn't i this is one of my game one of my go-to i will play this at like all of my um all of my djs end of the night footloose i love footloose (laughs) i get it's like so cheesy like everyone is just like i i can't not bounce around to that song
Well, like, there's a, I, th- I think, like, especially at weddings, like, the later it goes, uh, and the more drunk people are, the more cliche and cheesy the music is allowed to be. Yes. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, so, I, one that, uh, what, the, I've got two or three of my tracks for the rest of this mixtape are, like, end-of-the-night songs that will get everyone singing in unison or dancing together. And the first one is Chelsea Dagger by the Fratellis. No, that might be a more UK song. Oh, you'd recognise it if you heard it. I'm sure you would. It's, it's got this... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I know that one. Like, like... Yeah. That gets people like doing like can can style cabaret kicks <laughs> when that kicks off. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, all right, your turn. Uh, I would say "Sweet Caroline" by Neil. Oh. That's uh, that's a getting the people to sing song. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, that's uh, like you know everyone arm like a big circle of people arms around each other. Uh, and it's the ba ba ba. Yeah, it's everyone loves doing the ba 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 together. Touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. It's a very. It's also like. Just hilarious because it's like, especially yeah, exactly. People are winding down or too drunk. That's almost like a sobering up song, where people are like, "Oh no, we're we're still with it. We got the bop bop buzz. Here we go." <laughs> Did you ever hear the "Me First and the Gimme Gimme's" version? I think so. I must have. Yeah, so like I think it's on the Have a Ball album. It's so good. Like if 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 anyone listening. Uh, hasn't listened to me first in the Gimme Gimme's. It's basically people from a bunch of like legendary West Coast punk bands. They get together like every three or four years and knock out an album of covers, but they're all like punk rock. Um, and there's usually a bit of a theme. So there's like an album that's all show tunes, and there's, and there's albums that's all old school do what rock and roll. Um, and th- they do a really good version of Sweet Caroline. All right, my next one, uh, and it's another one that gets people arm in arm and like fist pumping in the air, uh, would be uh, Mr. Brightside. Oh, yes. You know what? Very good choice. People really love that fucking song. And they still do. That's a very good call. Like, you know, in like someone was talking about that album on on one of the episodes of few weeks back and it was just like like from start to finish that album is just bangers like every one of those songs could have been a single a lot of them were Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. 
Um, and they, they they headlined Glastonbury not that long ago. Oh, really? And this is and this is kind of you know they they hadn't really been at the forefront of like rock and roll music in the UK. I mean they were they, you know they they always they were always in the mix whenever they released an album, but that was like a like a seminal moment. They came back and it's like because Glastonbury always picks people you wouldn't expect to headline. You know, and that's how you end up with like a Jay-Z headline or whatever. Um, and the Killers weren't an obvious pick, but they fucking nailed it. Oh, yeah. So like, if, if, like if it, it's probably on YouTube because it'll all be like BBC coverage. It's well worth a look. Really, really well done. Um, there's a, have, you, have you watched Song Exploder on Netflix? No. Oh, it's so good because the episodes are like super short. And they basically deconstruct like an iconic track of how they went about writing it and recording it and how they sort of built up all the layers. And they do um, they do a killer's track on one of the episodes. It's really, really well done. I think it used, it's a podcast and they've turned it into a Netflix show, but oh, every cool. episode, it's like 15 minutes. So it's, it's really interesting but short to consume. Uh, content, I guess you'd call it, but like it's really, really good, mate. You should check it out. Oh, I will. Um, is, um, all right, your turn. I would say this one I just like because I've seen drunk parents sing along to it and they fucking love it. Uh, Money, Money by Billy Idol because it gets that part where they yell, Hey, motherfucker, get laid, get fucked, and boy, do they like yelling out that part. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I, I remember seeing my parents at a wedding come out of the woodwork, and they were both singing that part. I'm like, are you guys insane? Like, they've never sworn before when they swear all the time, but, like, that is, like, a classic classic parent song to get them up and get them going. I, like, that that does not happen in the UK. Oh, really? Oh, my God. No. It happens at, like, a parent's cottage. Like, every time that song comes on, and I weirdly, I do like Billy Idol. He came to Toronto years ago, and I went and saw him. And I'll never forget this man. He comes on stage. All it's, I was probably one of the youngest people in the crowd. Me and my girlfriend at the time. And we were both like, I think we were just like, just out of high school. And we're like, we like Billy Idol. He comes out. All these like cougars are salvating. And he literally yells, all right. How many women in here want to have sex with me tonight? And I start laughing so hard. There's a husband beside me. He looks at me. He goes, why did my wife drag me to this? And I almost pissed my pants laughing. Like, I was like, this is so fucking funny. Like, how cocky is this man? He, he's he's really cringy, man. We, we saw him at Download Festival. It's like a big sort of, like, rock music festival. Like, Download is more metal, more traditional rock. Uh, and it and it it's literally, like, a 25-minute drive from my house. Um, and... He was like some of the stuff that he says to the crowd is so cringy. He's like it's, so delusional. Why? It, delusional is a very good term. And it was like I was pretty close to the front of the stage, and I was looking at his face. I'm like, it looks like a melted like Halloween mask. I'm like, why do women still <laughs> want to sleep with this man? It's the nostalgia. They just they just they see their younger self, and they see they see the man who got them all uh, excited. Uh, way back when and they want to relive those uh, those moments
you know, like if if I if if I turn around to one of my workmates and go, oh, I've got a wedding in the weekend, they'll go, oh, love a wedding, because there's that whole there's there's the day which is lovely, there's a lovely meal, there's the there's the dance, the evening buffet, the band, and then the the drunken stupor that follows. Yes, you know, like um, so, like I I think. I, I, I honestly think there's a market for like the like you would just call it the wedding party. Yes. Also, I feel like I, the most weddings I've been to recently, there hasn't been bands. I think they've been cheaping out and just getting DJs. Yeah, like I, I like I like a DJ towards the end of the night, but like I need a band. Yeah, I feel like my last five weddings have not had a band. My friends are yeah. just like yourself. Okay, what's your yeah, my- final? Okay, yeah, my final song is one that is my my favorite song to dance to, pretty much, especially at a wedding. I, my friends, um, my uh, best friend, Jesse married her soulmate, Emma. It was my first lesbian wedding, so it was very, very positive. It was like a day of crying. Like, everybody was so open and on board, and, like, it was fucking incredible. So I've never been to one before, and I got to be the MC as well. And at the end of the night, um, Robin... Dancing on my own came on, and even the parents were like seeing how much fun we were having, and everybody was up. We ended up uh, body surfing the my friend Emma through the whole like it was an outside wedding, but like everyone came and she was just body surfing for like the entire song, and it was just like the most fun I've ever had. But like, anytime that song comes on, I go absolutely insane. That's amazing. Like um. Sophia Zolan picked that track for her mixtape episode uh, last year. Um, it's a good track. It made, it, it made me listen to it like in in more depth than I had to, had done before, and it kind of it kind of became a bit of a guilty pleasure for me. Like I love that song now. Oh, it's such a positive song, and it's just like it's. I mean, it's kind of sad, but it's also like fun as hell. It's a really fun song. We've got one more message. Let's see who it is. I hope it's Melvin. I think for my yes. last song of the night, I would have Friendly World. Uh, the R.E.M. version he did for uh, Man on the Moon. That's Don Jim Carrey's Eddie Kaufman. And I would have the 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 screen with the bouncy ball like Eddie Kaufman had at his funeral. And everyone would sing it. That would be fabulous. I could that would be fabulous. Oh Melvin, I'm like, I hope I'm Melvin keeps Melvin. coming back. I'm loving Melvin right now. Very. Uh, I want. I've asked Melvin to do an, an a full episode of mixtapes. I think you should. So, so basically, um, the idea is that we'll come back next week if you're willing, Steph. Yeah. We'll come right. back next week with a new theme. Okay, so uh, if you if. If you've enjoyed listening, we'll be back next week. Please uh, give me a follow and follow Steph. Uh, check out her Instagram. Her stand-up is hilarious. Uh, and if you want to uh, follow me on Instagram, you can see all about my 
my main podcast that's outside of stereo and basically i'm gonna put this out on my normal podcast feed as bonus content and i'll probably edit in some of the music that we spoke about so i'll put in melvin's pick and i'll put in jojo's pick um and then if and when it comes out if you want to give that a share or subscribe or if you've got an iphone please take a second and leave me a positive review and then um hopefully uh, later on this year we can start uh, bigging up steph's podcast that, that she's working on yes hopefully that'll be all ready to go very soon yeah all right i've enjoyed this this has been fun it has been fun i'm gonna go take my dog to a dog park now and uh, that's my whole day So that concludes this bonus episode of Mixtapes in Stereo. I really enjoyed making that. It's a little rough around the edges, but I think that's to be expected with a live format like this. But we're going to be back on this Wednesday at 11pm UK, 3pm Pacific Standard, 6pm Eastern Standard. So if you want to join us, just download the Stereo app and search for Mixtapes in Stereo. As always, the music discussed is played below the conversation, but if you want to listen to the mixtape in full, you can find it on Apple Music or Spotify by clicking the link in the show notes. But for now, I'll see you next time for another episode of Mixtapes with Mike. Mixtapes in Stereo